So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... I'm Michael. I'm from The Villa, and what was me? And we're asking some questions to say about their new EP, Save Yourself. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Um, it was cool. Um, it had some uh, it had some ups and downs, but uh, it took a while to finally get it out. But it finally we we got there. <laughs> we got. I saw um, you guys open for Scary Kids Scaring Kids forever ago. It feels like now, and yeah. the EP came out. Like I, I feel like the EP should have come out sooner than that, right? Like absolutely. <laughs> um, it should have came out way before that. Um, we just uh, we had like I said, you know, like um, it's hard not to go into like crazy details or like throw anybody under the bus, but it was, um, it was yeah, it was very frustrating trying to get that EP out, but it is what it is, you know. Well, it's here now and it rips. Oh, absolutely. It, it um, I, I yeah, appreciate that. It um, yeah, we put a lot of a lot of time and, and effort into it, so um, it was it was cool to finally see it out when it actually happened. So hell yeah, for sure. Uh, so, is there any meaning behind the EP title or cover art? Um, yes. Um, so save yourself is like, um, so basically, gosh, um, it's uh it's tough because i'm trying to get back into the mindset of the villa i guess real quick because i've been so focused on like what was me and stuff like that but um um basically like save yourself is like um it's kind of a term that we kind of like came up with like a like a like you see yourself as like this um as is like this holy being almost like like when it when it comes to religion or like uh maybe like somebody that's like um, uh, I don't want to like, I don't really want to like offend anybody or anything like that. But like, like, like what, uh, like a lot of times, like with, with me, I grew up in like a, a like a Christian household and everything mm-hmm. like that. And like grew up around religion and everything. And like, it's like this, uh, a savior, save yourself to, to me, I guess is like those people that like, 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 uh, somebody that's just very much involved with religion that sees themselves like kind of on a pe- on a pedestal if that yeah. makes sense yeah um so like, like just sees themselves like like um is is like as is, is better than somebody else you know and like like it, and kind of uses god um as like you know a crutch in a sense yeah. so makes sense so yeah and um actually the uh the the place cool kind of cool backstory about the the place that we shot the uh album art at um is actually like this old kind of like um kind of like this old like cult compound um oh. it's not really like in use anymore but they uh the there's people that still own it but um it's not it kind of got like shut down but like they even have their own like like vault like with like their own currency and all this crazy shit but like um they um but like uh it's right or outside the town that I grew up in and I like drove by it one day and I was because I'd heard about this place and I was like, I've never seen it or driven by it. So I was like, it's and it's kind of right outside where I grew up and everything. But I was like, I want to see what this place is about. So I just did a little drive by on the, in this place and I saw it and I was like, oh, my God, like this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, 
um, I was like, I have to, I was like, I have to do a shoot here. Like I have to do, I have to shoot here, like something for like the villa. Um, so anyways, our photographer, um, I hit him up and I was like, Hey man, would you want to just come out here and just kind of wing it? And like, like maybe you feel like there's no reason there weren't really like any, like no trespassing signs. Like it's kind of just open. There's a gate and like a road, mm-hmm. but like we, um, uh, I was like, would you want to kind of just wing it and just maybe like just stay on the outskirts and maybe we can just like get a picture like in front of the gate or something. He's like, let's just do it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. So, um, we drove up there. And we're kind of like sketched out because like we didn't want to like, you know, we didn't want to like get in trouble or anything. We didn't want somebody to come out and be like, what are you doing here kind of thing. But yeah. we got out. Um, we took a couple shots around the gate. We actually started walking around like the compound. And um, there was a guy. There was like just this random fountain there. And there was a guy. We turned and all of a sudden there's this guy sitting by the fountain. And we're like, oh, we didn't see him when we pulled up, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so Garrett, our photographer was like, Dude, just go talk to him. Just he's like the worst thing. The worst thing that can happen is he can just tell us to leave. And I was like, okay, you're right. So I was like, let's go talk to him. So I went up and talked to him. He was like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, I explained what we were doing, and I was like, you know, this is a really cool place. Everything. He's like, actually, my grandfather built this place. And I was like, ah, right, cool. Um, <laughs> so, um, so he just kind of told us like the backstory and everything about it and everything, and like, um, you know, he was just basically out there just like reading um by the fountain and um he and we asked him if we could just take some pictures just around he's like yeah that's fine and, like i told him that we played music and everything and um we just wanted to get a couple of cool shots if that's okay and i was like it's like there's no i was like there's probably no way we can shoot inside the facility and he's like nah he's like he's like i'm not he's like my even though my grandfather built it he's like i'm not the property owner mm-hmm. so um so you'd have to get permission from the property owner and they have like this whole like house too like there's this big house with like this like like bridge and everything and i was just like this is ridiculous like i've never seen anything like it but like um but anyways we just took a couple cool shots around the compound and i was like this is just like the perfect setting for like the cover of the villa and like what we were kind of like going for that's so So. fucking awesome i'm very happy to hear that the guy was chill because i don't know a mysterious man sits by a fountain randomly (laughs) no thank you man well here's the thing like like after um so after they saw that the album was released some some of their like family members saw on facebook and they like kind of like flipping their shit they were like we didn't know you were in actually like kind of a big band like we didn't know this was going to be put out there published and everything they they were trying to get us to take it down and we were like nah that's okay (laughs) we don't want to yeah I mean, it's already out there in the world. Like, we can't, what do you want? We can't take it down. Like, we can't, we're not going to go to like Spotify and be like, hey, can you remove this? Like, no. Nah. Like, People on the internet said we shouldn't use this image. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, I was like, literally, you gave me permission. You literally told me I could take the pictures. So I don't know what to tell you. And he's like, he, that guy, same guy was reaching out and he's like, look, some of my family members are upset that you took pictures of like the compound and everything. And I was just like, bro, you told me. I could. I don't know what to tell you. So exactly, it's a little okay. late for that. Yeah. So whatever. I mean, I, I you know, I was, we were kind of just like, "Yo, we're sorry." Like, we didn't. We don't want to like disrespect anyone, but like, you know, like, like that's on you, man. Tell your family that you gave us permission. So mm-hmm. I don't know. What to tell exactly. You. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the CP? Um. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Sorry, I'm having to go back. That's um, okay. Uh, God, um, 
we uh we we did the album with um or we did the ep with uh kyle odell he's out of nashville he's awesome he's done some really cool stuff he's done um yeah he's just he's just a super talented dude um and we uh had another guy named zach who actually helped co-write some stuff and um actually i don't know if you know um do you know you know the band loveless yeah we we interviewed julian yeah yeah Yeah, so julian actually helped write he co-wrote the chorus of uh of save yourself so oh my god yeah so julian yeah julian like came in and like um when we were writing that song specifically i'll just kind of touch on that one um like the actual song save yourself we we were sitting in the studio for like two days and we just could not come up with like a sick chorus like we were just trying we tried everything we were recorded like 20 different like takes and like all this stuff like we just couldn't like nail down a solid course that was one that felt right that we were like okay there it is course so zach um um zach ended up hitting up uh julian it was like hey man can we just throw you this song and like just see if you can just like like spit something off the top of your head like we're we want to call it like save yourself like just use the word save yourself incorporate save yourself into the song somehow um and then he came he sent it back and we were like there we go that's it so yeah it was cool to have uh julian like you know like on the um <clears throat> or sorry uh, a part of the like writing process for that and zach was uh, absolutely amazing um he's in a band called dead eyes and uh and so the writing was like really cool it was fun like just like it was uh very just just very like laid back it wasn't like stressful at all like kyle and zach made it very like just like fun and like we got along with those guys very well so the writing process went really smooth um like i said like save yourself was the one song that we were like we need a chorus and we mm-hmm. we can't land on it but julian stepped in and, and um grateful to um have him be a part of that so you guys went to the right person to write a chorus <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So would you be able to tell us a little bit about where your headspace was at while you were creating this record? Um, yeah, uh, it had, so a lot of, um, a lot of the villa is kind of based around like my issues with like, like religion and like my kind of like, kind of like stepping out of that and like, just kind of like religious trauma that I've like had to deal with and like go through. So um you know but i also wanted to incorporate i wanted to not just focus on that but like you know kind of in a way challenge people like not just with religion but to like question their views and 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 let it be known that it's okay to like question your views it's like you've been taught something your entire life um you know and and you think that like that's the only right way then Mm -hmm. or it might not be you know Like, like just do your research like get out there discover other people other cultures and 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 everything so you know and i I grew up in this just this like little small bubble um this just really small town in the middle of nowhere georgia and i'm very grateful that i was actually able to get out of that bubble and kind of like witness other people other cultures how people do things and like just know that like hey how how people do things in this little small town in georgia you know that's that's not the only way you know like like there's there's so many other things like that to see and like witness and um you know like a lot of the villa 
just you know religion definitely plays a big part in in the villa and like how like um just my issues with it and just like i said like getting out of that and just like coping with like my religious trauma and everything mm -hmm. and just realizing that like man like this whole this thing that i thought my whole life like this thing these things that i believed my whole life are just like like just coming to terms with like man it's all bullshit like you know like and i'm not i don't say that to like you know like at least in my opinion you know like i don't say that like you know like like um i'm not say that to like upset anybody or offend anybody like if, if everybody has their own walks in life and that's totally fine but like just for me personally that's kind of where i'm at with it like and like that's where i got a lot of the inspiration for uh the villa so oh, yeah. i completely agree yeah for sure yeah um so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this ep for the first time should they do it in the car with friends and dark with headphones on is the workout ep party ep what do you personally recommend um gosh i don't know that's that's a wow that's a very unique question i've never been asked that um thank you um i would definitely say just a full blast in the car you know hopefully hopefully you're some people aren't listening on their phones you know <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just playing over their phone speakers but um um yeah um i would say start with um i don't know i would maybe say start with bad for me and that, then that and song is so catchy into it so i'll maybe start with with that one and then and then just go from there i guess you know also we have a video with with that one as we were able to do a video with that one as well so you know, if you want to see some visuals, I guess, you know, you watch the video too. <laughs> oh yeah. Glory, I know you looked at me when he I said did. phone speaker. I would like to say on the record, I did not listen to this on my phone speaker. I jammed it on my way home from work. Thank God. He always listens to like not music. always uh, for interviews. He mainly listens to it on his phone speakers and it pisses uh, me off. I'm doing shit. I'm not no, like no. in front of my computer, but I got to listen to the music. Butts, man. <laughs> Come on, I man. I get that. Um, maybe like, I guess like maybe the first initial, like getting, cause there's been times where like bands will put out a new song and I'm like really hyped to hear it. I'm like, God, I want to hear this like now. Mm -hmm. And I'll like, I might be like, like doing something or like not able to like listen through like proper speakers, but I'll just kind of like glance through it and just like put it up to my ear and just like listen real quick. And I'm like, Oh, that sounds cool. Can't wait to listen to that later. But I'll obviously go back and listen to it on legit speakers. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I always make sure to listen to it again. Like I, I literally did that with the new fallout boys song this morning. I hadn't quite yeah. gotten out of bed yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this one should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Ooh. Okay personal mm -hmm. energetic um maybe and then like deep uh, but i don't know if that would line with personal but just just because like there's a lot of deep stuff in deep stuff like lyrically in that so i'm going to say just personal um what was the other one i said <laughs> energetic. Was, energetic yeah energetic and then, um and then uh deep probably because oh, yeah. there's definitely very very deep personal stuff in there so yeah that's good that's perfect um so in that same train of thought is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the ep um keeping uh just always keep an open mind you know just always keep an open mind just don't don't think that you're 
just your way of thinking is the right way, you know, um, just always keep an open mind and just hear people out, you know? Hell yeah. Uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this EP? Um, um, besides the actual recording process, um, it was kind of funny. Uh, Kevin and I, Kevin and I went, um, we rented an Airbnb because like Nashville is maybe like four hour drive from us. Mm. Um, we're like just north of Atlanta, but um, like it was like a four hour drive. And then him and I actually rented an Airbnb for the whole week or whatever. And um, and him and I just stayed there and just like would chill at the Airbnb. But there was like this creek and like, you know, we had our photographer Garrett with us at the time. And um, he, Garrett, actually Garrett stayed, did stay with us for a couple of days. Um, and there's this creek out in behind the Airbnb and it, I remember it being kind of cold. Like it was, it was pretty cold. It was probably like 40, 50 degrees, not like crazy, but like cold enough, way too cold to be getting in water. Um, mm -hmm. but I was like, Garrett, like, and we we're sitting around one night, um, just like bored, like after the studio and we we're like, let's, let's, let's shoot some stuff. Like you want to shoot some stuff? And Garrett's like, yeah, let's do it. I was like, you down to get weird. And he's like, yeah, let's, let's do it. And I was like, I was like, what if I went down to this creek and like you shot me like in the like actual creek at night, like in the river, like at night. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. So I just put on pants and like I put on pants and like uh, it's really weird. But like I was just like, let's just do something weird. Like after a while I'm bored. Like um, so I went down Um, like we went down to the creek and I didn't even put on a shirt. I just put on pants and I just got in this creek in the middle of the night. Like and it was like freezing like but like he just shot me down there like it was cool it was cool like just like to do like a crazy random shoot in the middle of the river like in pitch black but like the, the pictures turned out really cool but um but just you know like it was cool just i remember just i don't know just like staying in that airbnb with kevin and, and garrett and uh uh it was funny too like um kevin brought his uh his whole like workout equipment and like we moved the furniture and just set it up in the middle of the living room. <laughs> we were just working out like, like in the middle of the living room. Like, but like there wasn't really where we were, like we were like outside of Nashville. So there really wasn't much to do around where we were. I was just like, you know, let's just work out and shoot some, do some weird photo shoots. I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'm happy you guys didn't get sick or at least you didn't get sick in that, that Creek. I I told Kevin I text I think I texted Kevin on while I was outside and I was like hey just go ahead and have the hot water running man <laughs> yeah oh my god um, yeah. so picture this you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop what is your snack of choice oh god uh um there's I don't know if I could just pick one but one would there's one one would definitely be original Pringles. Mm -hmm. uh, I love the OG Pringles. Like that's awesome. my, that's my thing. Yeah, original Pringles. Um, and then, uh, maybe like for like a, maybe like a candy. I would I would go. I don't know if you guys have had them, but like, I, like I'm so obsessed with them. Uh, the the Nerds balls. Oh, uh, no, Nerds clusters. Yes. yes. Oh my. Yeah, mm -hmm. those are absolutely delicious. I love those. So yeah, probably those. And then if. If they have sweet tea, I'd take a sweet tea. Hell yeah. Good. Sweet tea's Good. definitely go to. 
grew up grew up on that stuff so yeah i'll say og pringles maybe the nerds clusters yeah mm-hmm. hell yeah perfect uh, so on the topic of food if the project was a dish what dish would the project be and why um you guys are asking some some really cool questions honestly like <laughs> throw me a curveball because so many people like real quick i won't dive into it but like um so many people just ask like this oh sorry good okay um so just ask like the standard like cookie cutter questions and like you guys are actually asking some some cool stuff um ask what we want to hear the bands you know actually answer because you know as you said a lot of the interviews are just like what was writing how are you feeling (laughs) i was told probably have like have like answers like ready to go you know because you know so yeah so props for uh for switching it up um thank you you. uh, if that was a if it was if the ep was a dish what dish would it be the the band Uh, the band you could also do ep yeah do a little Uh, a little two course uh, in my uh i'll go with band Mm -hmm. um the band oh my gosh i would say maybe like Okay, I got it. I think I, I would say like stir fry. Ooh. I would say I would say like stir fry, just because we all we all like come from different backgrounds and stuff, and we're all like very different. But yeah, we blend um we blend together nicely. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Hell yeah! I Hell love yeah. that. Hell yeah! Yeah. Um. So you have another band, What Was Me, uh, recently reunited. Um. What can fans expect uh, from the band this year? um we have uh well we did announce blue ridge um we're very stoked for that that's a definitely a festival i've wanted to play before so the fact that we're able to play it um very excited and the the uh the lineup just keeps getting like better and better like they've announced so um that and then there's one other festival i can't say it because it's not announced yet um we do we are going to play another big festival um kind of like along the lines of like blue ridge kind of vibe but um um that's gonna be um i'll have to check when that's gonna be announced but hopefully soon um but yeah um so we're confirmed for that and then we're actually we have um we haven't really we've we've kind of hinted at it and like said a couple things about it but we have two songs um that are done all instrumentally now um hans and i just got to go record um the vocals so we're just waiting for our producer um cameron so cameron is the producer who actually did all of the what was me stuff in the past he did numbers genesis um so he's responsible for all that and um it's cool like working with him again um so yeah we're just we're just waiting he's been super slammed so we're just waiting for him to like have an opening so and then hans and i are going to go up there and just knock out vocals and then we'll have two new songs um ready to go so um hopefully within the next couple months we'll be able to release and it's nice too um because we don't really have like not knocking on anybody but like um it's nice not having like a label to like have to go through Mm -hmm. and be like hey uh when can we release this like like once the songs are done like you know we'll do probably like a little bit of promotion i don't know if we'll shoot a music video we might uh it just depends on timing um if we're able to um i'd love to personally but um it's just nice not having to go through management and label and be like hey like 
can we put this out and, and go through all that bullshit so like we can once the songs are done like we can actually set a date ourselves and go hey we want to uh, then so hell yeah that's very exciting i have two questions that you're probably not allowed to answer um is there a full length coming is it i mean not full length but are the two singles that you're working on leading up to anything bigger and are you guys i know you have the two festival dates one that you can't say and the other one that's already announced blue ridge should fans expect a tour anytime soon next year i'm assuming i'm not i'm not asking for anything this year but just just curiosity so here's the thing i'll be i mean i can definitely answer that um it uh we'll we're we're since we're not like on like a label or anything like that like like mm-hmm. we're pretty open like we're pretty much open books if we're like you know we don't want to since the festival's not announced like we don't want to like like you know like we don't want to step on anybody's toes like we'll just wait for that to be um but like as far as like writing and like music like like we don't have to like there's no like secrets or anything like that um but i will be i will say um for now like we're we're doing these two singles and then we'll probably do maybe a a couple more singles Mm -hmm. for now um, we, we might not do a full length right away, but we just want to give people like, we just want to like be consistent with like singles and stuff and putting those out. And like, it's kind of tough. Cause like people's the way the music industry is going now, I mean, so many bands will probably can like probably attest to this, but like people's attention spans are so just like shot, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, you know, like you, you get a, you get a full length album and then within six months, people are like, we want new music again. Yeah. It's like, well, we 10, 12, 10, 11, 12 songs, you know, but like, so we want to like be able to space that out and make it last and make it worthwhile. So we, we can go, Hey, like here's a single, maybe wait another month or two. Here's another single. Wait another, we just want to make it last, you know, like we want, we don't want to go, Hey, here's a full length. And then, and then in six months, people go, we want more music, you know? Yep. So, um, but, I'm not saying that we we're not going to do a full length. Just it's not in the plans right now, um, but it's it's definitely possible. Um, and as far as touring, we're um, so we all have like full time jobs now. So mm-hmm. it's it's very weird. Like us, you know, like we actually, um, it's weird seeing us all like grow up and like you know people are starting families and stuff and like we got like full time jobs and everything and um. um if the right tour came along, we would absolutely take it, but we just don't want to tour just the tour and like break even, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and not about the money or anything like that, but like we, we do have house payments, you know, we have insurance we got to pay for, we got car payments. Like, you know, we can't go out, we can't leave our jobs for a month, a month and a half and then come back with like $500 you know? <laughs> to split across yeah. all of you guys. <laughs> not gonna cut it yeah. you know um you know but if the right tour and the right offer came along we would absolutely take it no problem but we're not gonna just take accept tours to go play for like you know 50 people a night you yeah, know that makes sense completely understand you know but um yeah. but yeah we want to do uh having said that we do want to play some more festivals and we want to do some like weekend shows so we do have plans to book um some like shows in like some different states like do some like weekend dates and mm-hmm. stuff so makes sense yeah nice sounds awesome uh so actually on the topic of uh woe is me what inspired mm-hmm. you guys to reunite um we just got a uh sorry give me two seconds. um so we just got this uh 
so basically um uh mike zemer who does like south by mm -hmm. um he's got a, a close friend um i'll have to take his hand oh i feel so bad um that i cannot remember his name i feel mm -hmm. so bad um but anyways uh he basically reached out to us and he, and he, so here's how it kind of went. Um, he reached out to Hans and he goes, Hey man, um, I'm looking to put together a festival. Um, and I wanted to see what it would take to get what was me to play a show. And Hans's response pretty much was just like, yeah, dude, <laughs> not a chance, <laughs> you know, like, like not happening. Like you're, you're out of your mind. Um, and uh, he was like, no, he came back and pretty much was like, no, seriously, like we're, 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 we're very serious about this. We're not, it's not a joke or anything like that. Like we want to like see what it would actually take to get what was me back together. And Hans is just like, dude, it would take a lot. Um, he's like, I, you know, I haven't even talked to some of these guys in years. I don't know what they're doing. Like, like, you know, like he's like, I don't know where everybody even is at, you know, like, um, and basically he came back and said like, Hey, look, we're willing to pay. Like we'll, we'll like, we'll, we'll accommodate. And, and we just wanted to see if it was even like a possibility. And Hans is like, all right, let me see. Let me make some phone calls. So Hans calls me and he's like, Hey man. So there's a promoter out in Texas <laughs> that wants to get what was me back together and reunite. And uh, I was just like, you're shitting me. <laughs> oh. No way. I was like, shut up. Um, he's like, no, it's serious. Um, it's like they're very serious about it and everything. And I was just like, all right, um, well, uh, let me make some phone calls. And I was like, I didn't even have like a couple people's numbers or anything like you know, like there's a couple guys that I didn't even have their numbers anymore. Like I didn't know what they were doing, where they were living, or but um anyways, Hans basically like Hans and I split it up. He was like, you call blah, 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 and I'll call blah, 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 you know. So I made some phone calls. I called Corey, and I think I called Ben. Um, and they were like, oh, my God, this is the – they're like, wow, first of all, good to hear from you. And, like, <laughs> second of all, um, like, I never thought that this would be why you were calling. Um, so um, everybody pretty much was on board pretty quickly, surprisingly. And I didn't know if there was still any, like, bad blood there because, you know, I hadn't – been a part of the band you know i moved on to like issues and so i hadn't been like i wasn't obviously in the band when they actually called it a day mm -hmm. so i didn't know if there was like still bad blood there or anything like that but um everybody was pretty qu quickly on board um and so anyways um the fact that everybody was on board we went back to the promoter and was like all right i guess everybody's on board and then austin Kevin, myself, and Hans went and got dinner one night, and that was like the first time I had seen Austin in years, um, which was like crazy. It was just like, man, weird. I cannot believe we were, you know, it was just very surreal that we were actually meeting up for dinner after like almost ten years. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like like members was me. I was like, what is happening? Like I was like, what? I never, I never in a million years would have thought that like we would even be in the same room together again and uh here we are getting dinner and you know talking about you know what was me stuff um so after that you know like we they basically you know they sent us the offer we we accepted and um we went out there and played the show and then 
I think initially the goal was maybe like, hey, we're gonna play, we're gonna play one show, and then what? One last show. We'll we'll make some people happy, you know, like like um, people will come come see us, whatever. Like play like one last show. It'll be that that'll be it. We'll just be one and done. Well, when we announced it, like people just lost their minds, and and I did not even I didn't expect I didn't know if people even still would want to see this after this long you know and um but people like the reaction was just very very humbling um i was very shocked by it and then my mom even called me and she was like hey i didn't because i didn't even tell her um my mom calls me and she sees it and she's like she goes she goes what is this i see about woe is me like getting back together she's like why the hell didn't you tell me and i was just like uh well you know, like, yeah, we're playing a show. And she's like, she, my mom even said, she's like, you're not going to be able to play one show. She's like, people are going to be mad. Yeah. She's like, people are going to be pissed if you just play one show and you're done. She's like, and um, yeah, like just the reaction was just very humbling. And we were all, we were all texting each other. We were just like in shock that like people still cared this much. Um, Just did not expect it. And very, very, very grateful and humbling. Um, to see that people like, like still, still care this much about about the band, and it's just cool to see. So that's kind of how it happened. That's that's that awesome, so and it's hilarious to me that Mike Zemer is the one that got you guys back together. <laughs> yeah, Mike Zemer, and then oh my god, I I wish I could remember his name. Oh my god, is it? Ah, oh man, um, I feel so bad. Okay. I'm so he, sorry. He knows who he is. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um. But yeah. That was. That's kind of how it happened. And then we announced like we're like, all right. So let's at least um. After that, we were like, let's at least do an an Atlanta date, like a hometown show. Mm-hmm. And then we did the show with Left to Suffer. Um. And that was that was a lot of fun because those are hometown guys too. Um. So it was it was cool. Like and you know it was cool to see a bunch of friends and homies come out in like the hometown and a lot of people I hadn't seen in years. So. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with drink? Probably. Um, can I do a dessert too? Yeah. Of course. All right. Deal. Um, <laughs> so I would probably do, so there's this place called, uh, in in like in like atlanta area called rumi's kitchen mm-hmm. and they have these like it's like persian food and it's mm-hmm. called um or they have like like kebabs and stuff like chicken kebabs and like with like saffron rice yeah and oh my god it's like the best chicken i've ever had in my entire life and like the way it's seasoned is so good and then like the saffron right like i love like saffron like the seasoning like it's so good it's um they do like they do like saffron with like butter on the rice and everything and i'm just like oh my god but i'll probably order a meal from there or like at least request a meal from rumi's kitchen um kebab like a chicken kebab and saffron rice and then like um maybe for dessert i'll probably do oh god i'll probably do like some sort of like some sort of like cheesecake um Mm. but not like a basic cheesecake not that there's anything wrong with that but I'd probably do like um, I'd probably do like I don't know something, something really good. Maybe like I don't know, like a 
like a cookie dough cheesecake or something like that. I don't know. Like an Oreo cheesecake, something like that. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Fictional world? Ooh. I love this question. Wow. Um, I mean, I don't, oh God, I don't want to sound like cliche or anything like that. But like, honestly, it would probably either be between like Harry Potter or um, Harry Potter or maybe like Star Wars. Oh, okay. And One speaking of, the, of Harry Potter, what house are you? Um, I don't know. I've, ta- I've, I've, to be honest, I've taken those like quizzes, a bunch yeah. of different quizzes, and I get like a, I get like a different one like every single time. So I don't, um, I don't really know which one I would fall into the most. Um, uh, definitely not, uh, definitely not Hufflepuff. Um, are you are you Hufflepuff? I'm Hufflepuff. It's okay though. It's fine. Well, hey, well. You're, you're a genius, so. That's Ravenclaw. <laughs> Ravenclaw, damn it. It's okay. I don't know. All we have is like, I think it's like just kindness. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah, so Ravenclaw, yeah. I, I meant that one. Yeah, that would not be the one that I would be in at all. <laughs> Ravenclaw. <laughs> um, maybe. Uh, it would probably either be, I know they're polar opposites, but like. There's like, uh, I mean, I think there's like definitely, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be, I know the polar opposites. This probably doesn't make any sense, but like, I definitely have characteristics of both like Gryffindor and, um, and Slytherin. So I don't know. But every time I take those freaking quiz, I've taken them like a few times and every time it's just something different. So I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. That's cool. But Sorting. I, I, like the whole, like, I don't know if you guys, have you guys been to, uh, I'm, I'm going to go off on a tangent, but like, have you guys been to like uh, Harry Potter world or anything like that? I want to so bad. It's mind blowing. Cause like you can go in, like the fact that you actually can go in to Hogwarts, like the castle is so cool. And there's like a ride in there and you're walking through like Hogwarts and you see all the stairs and like the pictures, and, like the people are talking to you. Like and everything, it's just like so freaking cool. And there's a ride inside the castle, and like, um, <clears throat> just being. I think if I could <clears throat> spend do like, yeah, if I could spend like what was it like twenty four hours, a week, in, or a week. Okay, yeah, a week. That's even better. I love that. Um, if I could do a week in like a fictional world, it would probably maybe like maybe Harry Potter over Star Wars, but. Um, it's just I just think that would be so freaking cool. The whole concept and everything is just like so cool and just like especially going to like witnessing like Harry Potter world, it's just like it's just it's so freaking cool. Um I don't know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Um so I have the one of asking the last question, and every single person that we've spoken to have said that is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Oh my gosh. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna sound so lame. Just probably black, honestly. That's fair. Like I've just, I know so many people probably say that. Um, but yeah, black. It's just it's just easy and just like it goes with everything. So it's a it's a solid ass color, honestly. <laughs> we'll take it. Um so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? 
Um, not off the top of my head. Um, we, like I said, you know, like we do have new music coming. Um, and that in itself is kind of wild and crazy to me. Just the fact that what was me coming out with new music in 2023, I even being a part of it, I still am just like, I can't believe we're actually putting music out. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we will have new music out this year. Um, uh, we hope to get some. We're working on getting more dates um, booked and everything. So we hope to see you guys very soon. And we really hope that you guys enjoy these first couple singles. Hell yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Snow. That's been Michael from the Villa and Woe is Me. And we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>